From the journalists of The Australian, here's what's on the front. I'm Claire Harvey. It's Tuesday, March 14. No going back now. Australia is cementing its AUKUS agreement today with the formal announcement in San Diego of our biggest defence acquisition this century, a $200 billion submarine deal with the US and Britain. But a warning, Australia could be the weakest link if we don't invest in keeping foreign hackers at bay. Experts say we need to find an extra 30,000 cybersecurity specialists by next year before the submarine deal gets underway. Just in time for the start of footy season, sports giant Puma says it'll no longer use kangaroo leather for football boots. Conservationists say this is a big victory after years of lobbying. The new boots will be made of synthetic materials. No Australian winners and no on-stage punches, the Academy Awards are being heralded for finally getting to grips with diversity. But have the Oscars lost their sense of fun? That's first up. The Academy Awards are 95 years old, and this year, for the first time, an Asian woman won Best Actress. And the Oscar goes to Michelle Yeoh. For all the little boys and girls who look like me watching tonight, <laughs> this is a beacon of hope and possibilities. This is proof that dreams dream big and dreams do come true. And ladies, don't let anybody tell you you are ever past your prime. Yo was the star of Everything Everywhere All at Once, a complex step into parallel universes, which picked up seven Oscars, including Best Actor and Best Film. Thank you to the Academy. This is history in the making. Thank you. Michelle Yeoh's co-star, Vietnamese-American Ki Hoi Quan, was Best Supporting Actor. My journey started on a boat. I spent a year in a refugee camp, and somehow I ended up here on Hollywood's biggest stage. They say stories like this only happen in the movies. I cannot believe it's happening to me. This, this is the American dream. After years of trying, the Oscars finally seem to be getting diversity right. Ruth E. Carter, who won Best Costume Design for Black Panther 2, is the first African-American woman to win two Oscars. Thank you to the Academy for recognising the superhero that is a black woman. (laughs) She endures, she loves, she overcomes. She is every woman in this film. Even the best song came from a community not usually celebrated at the Oscars. Indian film RRR, that's for Rise, Roar, Revolt, beat Rihanna and Lady Gaga. 
I'm calling this Revenge of the Nerds and Clash of the Titans because I think it is the old school, you know, classic Hollywood, rail thin, heavily sponsored by brands, meets the new age of cinema, being the weirdos that really love great storytelling in real innovative ways. That's Jenna Clark, an associate editor with The Australian. All through the night, you just had the word weirdo sort of dropped into a majority of the acceptance speeches. This feels incredible. There is no movie without our brilliant and big-hearted cast and crew. Thank you to the Academy. A24, thank you so much. You saw our weirdness and supported us for a year theatrically. That's incredible. Thank you. And these weirdos right here supported me in doing that. You just won Best Picture. But then on the flip side, you still have, I'm calling it the Oscars brought to you by Ozempic. Lady Gaga was stunningly slender in a year when Hollywood and the rest of the world has discovered the weight loss drug Ozempic. There was a lot of rail thin women and a lot of focus on the bodies of women when you walk through that red carpet. Back in 2015, the Oscars went into crisis. Welcome to the 87th Oscars. Tonight, we honour Hollywood's best and widest, sorry, brightest. Back then, the Academy, which votes on the awards, was more than 85% white and 77% male. That meant the nominees were also largely white and 80% male. All 20 nominees for the acting categories were white. The top gongs went to Julianne Moore and Eddie Redmayne, one of the year's most powerful films, Selma, about the breathtaking courage of Dr Martin Luther King, was not among the eight nominees for Best Picture. Mr President, in the South there have been thousands of racially motivated murders. From the moment the nominations came out, the scorn poured out on social media, led by a lawyer named April Rain. She told her story to digital magazine The Root. There were no people of colour nominated in 2015. And this was the year that gave us Selma. I took to Twitter and I said one thing, Oscar's so white they asked to touch my hair. That tweet went viral. The Oscars are so white they wear sandals with socks. So white they have a perfect credit score. But then it happened again. In 2016, the nominations came out, and again, there were no people of colour in any of the acting categories. One time is a fluke, two times is a pattern. Finally, in 2016, the Academy promised to double the number of people of colour and women in its voting ranks. But it took until this year for things to really change. Did you sense a change this year? Absolutely. I think they definitely, they tried, but they probably tried a little bit too hard. Tell me about that. Why? I think a lot of people will say it, doing stuff like that would be virtue signalling. You've got to start somewhere, right? How do we get our movies and our TV and even our commercials to reflect everyday reality and everyday society? To invoke a James Cameron classic, it's the Titanic. You've got to turn it pretty slowly and then things will change. Coming up, the ghost of Will Smith's slap, haunting the Oscars. A troubled young woman, her evil parents, 
We never had any issues between us. Has justice been done? Uh, I'm in a prison. Join journalist Richard Gilliatt as he delves into one of Australia's most gripping cases. Shadow of Doubt, a new podcast investigation from The Australian. I cannot find one of these allegations that's possible. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. The Academy Awards' first choice for host this year was Chris Rock, the dazzlingly smart comedian who starred in the most shocking Oscars moment of all time in 2022. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? (laughs) (laughs) It's that was a that was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh oh, Richard. <laughs> oh wow, wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Wow, dude. Yes. It was a GI Jane jump. Keep my wife's name out your fucking. No! I'm going to, okay? <laughs> I can, oh, okay. That was a greatest night in the history of television. Okay. This year, Rock said hosting again would be like asking a victim of crime to return to the scene. And he's had a giant crack at Will Smith in his new Netflix special. Will Smith practices selective outrage. Neither he nor Will Smith attended this year. Smith was banned for 10 years by the Academy and he later apologised and resigned. My nephew, Dom, is nine and he is the sweetest little boy. He's like, you know, we came home and it's like he had stayed up late to see his Uncle Will. And he's just like, why did you hit that man, Uncle Will? You know, damn it. His film, Emancipation, didn't feature in this year's nominations. I hate when I let people down and I'm trying to be remorseful without being ashamed of myself. I'm trying not to think of myself as a piece of This year's host, comic Jimmy Kimmel, made light of it all. We want you to have fun, we want you to feel safe and most importantly, we want me to feel safe. So we have strict policies in place. If anyone in this theater commits an act of violence at any point during the show, you will be awarded the Oscar for Best Actor (laughs) and permitted to give a 19-minute long speech. No, but seriously, the Academy has a crisis team in place. If anything unpredictable or violent happens during the ceremony, just do what you did last year, nothing. Sit there and do absolutely nothing. Maybe even give the assailant a hug. Is this the year the Oscars finally got it? (laughs) Got it. And it is so loaded, isn't it? 
for me, it was like a four-hour-long tampon commercial because it was so sanitary. No one put a foot wrong. It was all just brilliantly executed in terms of making sure everyone felt safe and seen and heard and celebrated, which was really good. I mean, even in the opening, which Jimmy Kimmel sort of came out and said, no one's trying to approach me if you want to slap me on stage because we've got so many martial arts experts and people that have got, you know, experts in, in different fields of fighting on screen were in the crowd. And even they were sort of hesitant to kind of like put up some fighting arms or put up a fist or whatever. Something I noticed in many of the movies that won awards is that no one's wearing any makeup. <laughs> Everyone seems to be uh, looking as dowdy as possible. <laughs> is that what you have to do these days to get an Oscar? <laughs> yeah. Well, look, best actor went to Brendan Fraser. <laughs> so this is what the multiverse looks like. <laughs> oh. 20 years ago, Charlize Theron won Best Actress for Monster. And sure, I think the only prosthetics on her were potentially bad teeth, but she had to stack on the weight. She put her body through some incredible physical fate. Whereas Brendan, I guess it would have been hard moving around the world as a 272-kilo man. He wore prosthetics for the majority of the film and that took four hours a day to get into. One interesting element of the entire nominees and winners is this independent studio called A24, which has predominantly, they've ruled the roost. You know, back in the day in the 90s, it was all House of Weinstein, you know, before things were problematic or publicly problematic. But now these guys and a lot of the filmmakers and the cast have said, you know, thank you for recognising our weirdness and allowing us to really stretch our creativity in a way that felt that you were putting people before profits. And of course, profits are always going to win. But a lot of them gave us shout out to the streaming services that gave them a run. Did we see a power shift this year? I think so. I think it's it's definitely, I mean, I want to say Revenge of the Nerds was pretty, you know, it was panned in 1984, but it's really, it's turned out to be a reality series in 2023. Don't forget to subscribe to The Front wherever you got this podcast. You can hear every episode in your smart speaker by saying, play the news from The Australian. And please check out all our journalism whenever you need to know what's going on at theaustralian.com.au. Access a world of true crime podcasts on CrimeX Plus, where award-winning journalists take a deep dive into unsolved cases. Every week, we're waking up to a dead woman, a dead mother, sister, auntie, grandmother... It's not good enough. From the team that brought you The Teacher's Pet, Shadow of Doubt and Dying Rose, unlock early, ad-free and bonus content from brand new series and flagship shows such as I Catch Killers with Gary Jubilin. One was shot in the mouth and I thought he was dead. Another one had been shot with a shotgun and I got the overspray. Search for Crimex Plus on Apple Podcasts to start digging deep into the world of true crime.